I just wanted to talk a little bit today about um, like spiritual warfare, uh, like demonic oppression, possession and influence and like what I've experienced with it, how Jesus has brought me out of it and, you know, what the Bible says about it and what we can do to it. Because, you know, there's there's a big war out there and it's invisible and it's hard to fight something that you can't see. So I think it's really important to, you know, kind of be aware of the enemy and what he's his tactics are, what he's doing, and how we can prevent that interfering in our lives. Um, so I first, before I even became a Christian, I, I had an experience with with a demon, which at that time I didn't know was a demon. And um, I was like half asleep, half awake, and um, I, I saw something dark through my window, and it kind of went around, and it came on top of my chest and started to like suffocate me. And I was, you know, trying to move and I couldn't move and I was trying to talk and I couldn't talk and I was completely paralyzed. And um, finally, I had woken myself up. And in that time, I I woke myself up screaming help. And um, I was thinking I was like 25 and I had a, a mattress. Let me just like paint the picture. So I had like a mattress that was like this high. I just had my box ring in my mattress and my phone cord was plugged in behind me. And when I woke up, my phone cord was wrapped around my neck like six times, like to where I was like stuck to the back of my wall. And so at that time, I was like, I almost strangled myself in my sleep. Like, that's crazy, you know. And, and, and I was like, I had a really bad dream and I was wrestling around. I must have like wrapped it around my neck. And so then, you know, years went on and um, I started to, you know, really... I started to, you know, really start studying Christ and, 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 and learning. And, um, the first thing that I started to learn about was spiritual warfare because I felt I was being attacked on a daily basis and I didn't know where it was coming from or why. And, um, so this, and this was even actually before I even believed in God or Christ, because I was like, okay, what is going on? And, um, so I started to search and the more I searched, everything came back to Jesus and Jesus and the Bible. And that's the only thing that made sense with what was going on in my life and, and what the Bible said. And so, so I started to learn more about what I could do to prevent this from happening. And first I had to clean up my life, obviously. Like, um, you know, I started to follow Christ, do what he was saying to do in, in the Bible and um, studying his word, praying but you know there was there was a lot more to it than just that like i had so many demons in me around me that that i didn't even know were there and um it took for me going to uh, a prayer like a weekend uh, prayer healing room and i just went cuz i was like i i could use some prayer and not really knowing like what was going to happen there and um when i went there they started praying for me and and they were pulling things out of me and I could feel like I could feel it, things coming out of me. And, um, and I was like a normal person. Like I wasn't like this, you know, you would think, Oh my gosh, that girl is, she is possessed by a demon. <laughs> like you wouldn't think that it was just, I was normal. And, and, but I had all these, this noise in my head and, and I didn't realize that that wasn't supposed to be there. Like I didn't realize that those all those thoughts and all that noise and all that ruckus that was going around in my head wasn't me and it wasn't God. And, um, so yeah, 
the all sorts of spirits. And, but, you know, you think of them as just thoughts or voices, but, you know, they're not different voices. They're just thoughts. And um, so I, I had all this deliverance. And um, I left that day feeling lighter, clearer. My countenance was lighter or brighter. Like I, I, you wouldn't think you had dark in you, but you do. And, and when it's lifted out of you, you are a brighter looking person. And, um, so I went back and I went back and I went back and I went back for like six months straight until I finally could like have peace in my, in my head to where it was like completely, you know, quiet and I could actually hear God. And, um, but you know, not, you know, there was times when I was younger and I would pray you know, to God and, you know, just, oh, you know, good night, pray for my mom. You know, I all these swear words come out and I was just a little kid and I'm just like, what, you know, that's not me. Like, God, I'm not trying to say that. And it would just keep going, keep going, keep going. And that, and that was from when I was a little kid. And then when I went and got all this deliverance, all that was gone. I could finally pray to God without all these other voices. And, um, and that was, to me, was amazing. Like, I didn't have any idea that I had any demonic oppression. I didn't have any idea that the demons even existed to where they could influence your life like that. My appearance changed. Like, I had, it's hard to explain, but, like, my appearance changed. The more that came out of me, the more different I looked. And the more, the more, it just, it, the more I'm back to, like, me, I looked. It's, so, with that said... I just wanted to also like talk about like the ways that Satan will come at you. And, um, you know, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean he's not going to attack you or try to attack you or try to influence you because even he even, you know, tempted Jesus. So, so I will find that. right <laughs> for 40 days <laughs> so um and uh in this uh scripture you know it tells about how jesus was fasting for 40 days and i tried to fast today and i didn't make i made it till two and <laughs> i'm serious so you can imagine 40 days of fasting how hungry you are going to be and um so the enemy's coming at him where he knows he's weak where he's, you know, he's hungry. And so he's, it says, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led to the, was led by the spirit into the wilderness where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days. And at the end of them, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And I noticed that Satan will come at you with an if, like, if you do this, then this, or you, you know, you need to do this. He's very pushy. And um, so like trying to determine like whether, you know, it's it's God speaking to you or, or the enemy, like if, if it's coming at you pushy or giving you ultimatums or push, you know, if then, you know, it's not God. And um, so Jesus answered. And I like how Jesus comes back to him with the word of God. Like he doesn't argue with him. He doesn't, he just says, it's written, man shall not live on bread alone. And so you know, then the devil kept tempting him and, and tempting him with all these different things. And in God or Jesus just kept coming back at him with the word of God. And so I've I've noticed that like having scripture in your head when things like that come at you is is really helpful. Like, the, is, does this line up with what the Bible says? Like, 
you know, if, uh, if this, if the enemy comes at you with something like, you know, you're not, you're not very good at this or you're, you're worthless or nobody loves you. Like that's not like, doesn't line up with the Bible because the Bible tells you you're loved and the Bible tells that you are worth, you know, so much to God and that every hair on your head is counted and, and, you know, all these different, all these different things. And so then as you know, Paul explains that we, um, you know, for our weapons of war, war are not carnal, which carnal is like not physical, but mighty in God for putting, pulling down strongholds, casting down every high thing that exalts itself against knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And so every thought, that's a lot, like every single thought hold into captivity and determine whether it's from Jesus or, or the enemy. That's a lot of work, but that's what it says to do. So you know, holding every thought cap- captivity, whether to determine, like, do I hang on to this thought or do I dismiss it? Because it's not, it's not from God. And so by praying to God in that moment, in, when you sense something that's tempting you, we can receive power to keep our thoughts pure and in the obedience of God. And Jesus armed himself when being tempted by the devil with the word of God. So, you know, we can learn from that too. Um. And when things come at me like that, I try to, in that moment, pray, you know, pray, uh, you know, I, I cast out the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. And I, I, you know, I bind him from, you know, speaking to me and I only want the, the, you know, voice of the Holy Spirit in, in my mind at this time. And so I just, and, and then also to like protect you from that, you know, to protect you from any further, you know, further temptations. Cause once you're the temp, you're tempted, either you, you, know, you ignore it and, and keep following Christ or you give in to the sin and then the sin becomes, you know, really um, like I try to tell like my kids like with you have like this force field and if you you sin, it's going to cause little like puncture holes. Yeah. And every time those enemies are just waiting right there. And every time you sin, they, they have like a, a foothold to get in there. And then they can start, you know, wreaking havoc in your life, causing fights with your, you know, your, your loved ones, with your significant other, whatever it may be, they know your weaknesses. So they're going to, they're going to use those. Um, so, and then uh, Thessalonians, it says, or in 5, 16 through 18, it says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing and give thanks in all things or all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ. So pray without ceasing. That's like pray without stopping. That's a lot of prayer. So, you know, prayer is a very important piece of, of, you know, our survival on this planet. Like without God, the enemy is, I I don't like to scare people, but I, I think the enemy will get you. Like without God, we are not powerful enough to stand up against him. We are not smart enough. Jesus is the only one that can, that can defeat him and does defeat him. And that's why we're so lucky to have him, you know, in our lives to protect us from that because it's a scary world out there and it's just getting worse. So, you know, I, I pray for the people that I, that don't know God because it, it's just, a, it's a fearful place. And, and especially for our kids, you know, the enemy is definitely after them as, you know, trying to bring them up in his darkness world. So we just keep praying for our kids. Um, so let's see. Also, um, it says, you know, that God or Jesus 
cast out demons by uh, the power of the Holy Spirit. So without the Holy Spirit, you know, it has to be come upon us so that we can also cast out those same demons with the power of the Holy Spirit. So, you know, so causing or casting out demons in the name of Jesus Christ by the Spirit of God it is said to be a great importance and is a sign that the kingdom of God has come. So another way the demons can have great strength and they can cause like bizarre behavior. Um, I feel like a lot of the, you know, the behavior that they cause people have considered it like medical disorders or mental disorders and have masked themselves as some sort of medical problem rather than the, the root cause of like a demonic oppression or possession. Um, you know, schizophrenia, um, and then some like cases of children having seizures and stuff like that. Even the Bible, you know, the children, the child and Matt, Matthew and Mark were having um, seizures and throwing, throwing themselves into the fire. And, you know, Jesus cast them and rebuked them with a word. You know, we today we would probably medicate them or, you know, a lot of different things. Yeah, we, we wouldn't look at it as being a demon. And, and if we did, they, people would probably laugh at us or, you know, think we're crazy and think that we have a demon. So, and then, you know, that person doesn't ever really get the possible freedom that they deserve because it's just masked. And I, and I feel like that's what I did with drugs and alcohol um, was masking those demons, that anxiety, that fear, all that stuff that I had inside of me that I didn't know where it was coming from. And um, using drugs and alcohol would make that at least I could ignore it. And, um, you know, and, the, and then the more sober I got at that time before I had deliverance, the more apparent the demons were inside of me because they were making me crazy. Like I thought I was mentally going out of my mind because there was just so much going on. And I thought it was unreal. Like I didn't think it was really possible. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world that we don't quite know or understand. And that's why we need the, you know, the guidance of the Holy Spirit, Jesus, to, to really bring those to the light. Um, so, and it doesn't say in the Bible, like, a lot of information about what led to these people in the Bible being affected by demons. Um, the example, the one in Matthew is said to have uh, the issues since childhood from birth. You know, generally curses could be, you know, the, the cause of some things. Um, they're sometimes called demonized, unclean spirits, oppression, possession. And they, and they you know, they cause a great influence of, on people's lives and in a, whole different variety of ways. So it's really important, I think, to stay close to God, make sure that you're praying, uh, make sure you're reading your Bible. And I, I noticed when I was um, reading a lot of this, reading my Bible and listening to, you know, worship music, praising and all that stuff was just continuously cleansing me. And, and even on a daily basis now, I, you know, I, you can still pick up things along the way. And, and the, you know, the closer you are with God and the more that you're praying and talking to him, it just, it completely, it just clears you and cleanses you and protects you. And I just think, it, I think Jesus is so amazing and how that he, what he does for us is, is beyond words. And when you, when you haven't experienced that in your life and then you do, it's, it's something so amazing. And I just, I don't even know how to explain it to people, but I just pray, you know, that everybody does get that chance to know him. So. That's all I have. Thank you. Can you, can you pray for us? Of course. We'll just close in prayer. So, Lord Jesus, Heavenly Father, Holy Spirit, we just invite you in here and thank you so much. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for your word. 
We thank you for the tools that you give us to fight against this, the evil that is in this world. Thank you for dying for us and doing what no other person would do for us. We can only imagine what you went through so that we could live in this world and be in heaven with you forever. Protect our children and direct them into your will for them and along with us as well. In Jesus' name, amen.